One yard. You need one yard. Run the ball. Run, what? Run the ball. I don't. Can somebody fill me in? What is he yeah. referring to? I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> Have you been in this situation before? Run I, the ball. This is the show that replays the should have beens, could have beens, and great what ifs in sports. This is replay the down. That was Richard Sherman on Thursday Night Football this year. Having a little bit of a deja vu moment after Russell Wilson threw another interception near the goal line. Feeling that Super Bowl interception a few years later still. What if the Seahawks would have run the ball down on the goal line versus the Patriots? How would things maybe have changed in the coming years? How would we have looked at Russell Wilson differently? How would we have maybe looked at Tom Brady differently? Could the Seahawks have parlayed that into a longer dynasty? This is Replay the Down. I'm your host, Tyler Wessel, here with my friends, Jason Delarusso and Nathan Adams. What's up, everyone? What up, Replay the Down Nation? Let's cover, before we get started, championship round of NFL playoffs here. Nathan and I had the Bengals and the 49ers in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Neither of those teams made it, so once again, our picking, do not, do not bet on our picks or bet against them maybe <laughs> jason had the bills didn't even make the afc championship game but he picked the eagles to come out of the nfc so fly eagles fly let's talk about that 49ers eagles game i want to talk about since we like replaying the down here at replay the down what if brock Purdy hadn't been hurt on the opening possession of that game does that game go any differently or is it pretty much the same outcome well first of all 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 of the folks that we had over to watch that game would have had a much more enjoyable time together <laughs> um so let's just you know facts that are important um get that out of the way ah uh, jason i have a feeling like you're gonna say no absolutely not and i think that you should just give that to us right now like nope they're winning it doesn't matter who's back there cuba cuba I mean, for all intents and purposes, I'm kind of an Eagles homer this year because every time I've watched them, they're just amazing on defense, and Jalen Hurts always gets it done. I thought you were a Bills homer last weekend. Well, I thought they would win the Super Bowl. I can't help play calling and Josh Allen. Um, I don't know what happened to Josh Allen. I can't even defend him, actually. I don't know what happened. Backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. as far as the Eagles go, I always thought they would make it to the Super Bowl. Um I, they just look really good in the NFC. I haven't seen any team that looked as good as them. Uh, the Vikings could have had a chance hey, somewhere hey, down hey, the way, hey. but they were inconsistent, <laughs> Tyler. Um, just just no consistency. They were consistently playing closer games than they should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it caught up to them in the end. But yep. e- Eagles, I mean, going to yesterday, though, 49ers, even when they had Purdy in there and even with Johnson, they kept on getting to the quarterback, the Eagles did. And, you know, Purdy may have been able to stay in there, could have maybe put up another score on the board. He wasn't a prolific touchdown thrower. It would at least give the defense something to think about if you were the Eagles instead of stacking the box, which is what they did the whole second half. So, I mean, it, it may have changed, you know, the, the actual score, may have given the 49ers some extra points, but I still think the Eagles had enough to get by the Niners. Yeah, I, I buy that argument. I don't – I mean, otherwise you're – 
pretty. I mean, maybe not. I guess. Let me let me let me backpedal myself, <laughs> which is to say, you know, I did pick the 49ers to to go to the Super Bowl, and so believed um, that that Purdy was going to take them that far. So let me. Uh, I'll stick to that and say I think it would have been obviously a much more competitive game. I mean, the they could throw more than like three or four yards when he came back in the game after Johnson's uh, concussion, and so that you know the. I mean, you just, if you you just take a whole aspect of the game away, regardless of who's quarterbacking, and of course we saw what happened, and so whew, totally game change in the middle of the game. I'd like to think that it would have been much more competitive, and we would have seen you know a field goal to win it at the end to send the 49ers into um, the Super Bowl. So yeah, I'll say it would have made a difference, um, and even I'm not sure that I don't I don't think Johnson could have won like if he wouldn't have. Uh, gotten the concussion um, so I'm not going to go that far but I think Purdy with their offense with their game plan that they had in mind and that and not the defense not having to be out there which I think Tyler you could probably mention right uh, the mm-hmm. time of possession but uh, Johnson no Purdy but, has. but to just counter your point Nate I mean wasn't he they weren't they up 21 to 7 before he got hurt Purdy the, the or Eagles? Johnson? Didn't he get? Yeah, Purdy. Johnson. Purdy. Wasn't Johnson. it twenty-one to seven? No, no, no. Purdy no, went out. No, I think it was just drive. Johnson. Purdy got went out yeah. first, and then Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So even and, and even still with Johnson, he can throw the ball a little bit. So they had to respect having a Q, QB out there that they could throw. Yeah. Sure. Right. So how? Well I mean, Purdy he... didn't light it up. I mean, Purdy didn't light it up. I mean, he had what ten touchdowns? Tyler, you're the stat man. But it's not very many. I mean, it really wasn't that many. He wasn't a prolific quarterback. He threw for maybe 150, 200 yards, a touchdown. You yeah, know, but he had, I think he, he had thrown. So you get to respect it. I think his TD to interception ratio was like 14 to 2 going into that game. Like, And he had won how many games? Seven starts in a row or something like that. I think we always talk about intangibles, or I always like to go to intangibles, but there's something to say for like, this is our guy. This is our game plan. This he's gotten us this far, and now suddenly, first drive of the game, he's out. And who are we going to? Oh, we're going to journeyman, backup quarterback. Uh, who even the announcers right are saying like he wasn't prepared to go. He wasn't prepared to go into the game. Like what's happening? I I want to know. This a different question, perhaps, but four quarterbacks. Like what is it about yeah. the Niners' offensive game plan? Or four quarterbacks yeah. injured throughout the year. Their offensive line just doesn't like quarterbacks. Yeah, apparently. whatever it is. I mean, it, it is pretty. <laughs> it is pretty crazy that you go through. I mean, how many teams have gone through? I, I remember Jason when the year I entered with the Panthers. Like that was the year they brought Testaverde, and they went through a lot of quarterbacks that year as well. Yes, uh, thank like you their for practice squad, Their practice squad guy got hurt before he even got a chance to get on the field, if I remember right. Yep. They just kept going yep. through guy after guy after guy. So to go through four quarterbacks, I mean, that's just that's just bad luck. Like, two is it bad game? luck or is it two in one game? Is it the game plan? Is it yeah, the players? Yeah, I, I think it's bad luck. I look at, and, I, and I, I said this yesterday, like the way he Purdy's elbow got hit that led to the injury. I'm honestly shocked that doesn't happen every game to a quarterback. Because those guys get hit from all kinds of strange angles all the time. So the fact, I mean, you talk about half a second sooner, half a second later, that injury doesn't happen. That's bad luck. Like maybe it's on the offensive line some, but and the Eagles absolutely have a, a great defense. Not denying that, but um, that's bad luck. And then for Josh Johnson to get hurt as well. I mean, you went through four quarterbacks. That's that's a run of bad luck. I don't think that scheme at all. It's not like 
they're running him like Lamar Jackson all over the place. He's sitting there in the pocket like Brady is, and he doesn't get hurt. Um, I mean, does that game go differently? I, I don't know if the outcome's different. I definitely think it's a closer game. If you look at it, even with Purdy out and with Josh Johnson in through the first half, with at the two minute warning in the first half, it was a four, it was a seven seven game, and then Eagles score with a minute and a half, and I think what broke the back was that fumble by that Josh fumble. Johnson right Absolutely. before the half. That fumble Eagles hurt. get it, and they go score not just three, but like a deer in, seven. deer in headlights. Yeah. Like a deer in and, headlights when he got and that was that the That was the play that broke, broke the back. I mean, I think it does make a difference. Time of possession was pretty significant. 22 and a half minutes for the 49ers, 37 and a half minutes for the Eagles. That takes toll on your defense. And when you, you were going strength for strength, they were showing the rankings during the game that you had number one rush defense in like all categories versus number one rush offense for the Eagles in all categories. If you're on the field that long, that's going to take a toll. I think there's something about having no hope, basically, when your fourth quarterback goes out and you're maybe relying on Christian McCaffrey to run the Wildcat, potentially. You're like, man, there's no way. It doesn't matter what we do as a defense and when you're on the field that long. But just keeping a defense honest, Purdy would at least keep the defense honest to give McCaffrey and Debo and all those guys more room to operate. I think it is definitely a closer game. Like I said, it was it was a tie game going into the two minute warning in the first half. It was even without Purdy. So I think you potentially could have seen a much different game. Again, I mean the Eagles looked awfully good. I could still have seen them winning, uh, but I I definitely could have seen it being at least a much closer game rather than kind of a runaway in the second half. So Nathan and I are on record of saying. Bengals 49ers that clearly didn't happen so we're going to remake our picks here <laughs> uh, Jason had the Bills pick picking uh, going to the, all the way so who's your Super Bowl pick Chiefs Eagles you know uh, I was a fan of the Eagles all the way up into the Super Bowl so you know since the Bills are out I'm just going to let it ride go Eagles and I'm super torn I, th- I think I would like the Chiefs to win, see Mahomes uh, get another ring, host that Lombardi. He was amazing in that AFC championship game, hobbling around out there. Um, but I'm going to pick the Eagles, I think, to actually win it. They did none of their oh. superstars um, played very well, didn't need to play very well. Uh, sorry, stats are concerned in the NFC championship and just think that they didn't get together. Hurts. Um, has a, a, a much better game, obviously. I don't know. There's just something about the Eagles. Jason, you've convinced me. Let's go Eagles. No, all right. I, I do think we probably have the best two teams in the league. It's not one of those instances where someone got upset. I mean, you look at it, I think these are the two most complete teams in the league at this point. I could see it going either way. I think a lot's going to depend on Mahomes' ankle. And is he going to be at kind of full strength? Because he wasn't yesterday. But I think He's I'm like, going to go with you. I think he had four and... Four and two and three hundred and fifty something yards. Like my yeah, goodness. No. Yeah, I I don't know. I think the Eagles in a close one as well, but it would not. Oh shock man! Me. Sorry, so congratulations, Eagles, Kansas, Kansas so City! The you're winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Here at Replay Down, get your bets in, everybody. That'll be the Chiefs covering and winning outright. <laughs> 
Oh man. In a landslide. Poor Eagles. Yeah. Speaking of Super Bowl, let's get that gets us into today's topic. The main event. Back in the 14-15 season, we had the Seahawks and Patriots facing off in the Super Bowl. Seahawks had one title already under their belts, beating Peyton Manning and the Broncos. And here they were in the title game again with the Patriots and Tom Brady on the ropes. They actually led going into the fourth quarter, gave up two scores in classic Tom Brady fashion, leading two scores in the fourth quarter. Um, because but yet come the back Seahawks, in the fourth at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seahawks uh, drove down the field. We're inevitably going to run the ball in with Marshawn Lynch, beast mode. And for some reason, they passed the ball. And Russell Wilson threw an interception to Malcolm Butler in the end zone. The decision has been questioned left and right, up and down, uh, about why didn't they run the ball. Run the ball! And so we want to talk about what if the Seahawks had run the ball there. How differently would we look at Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, the Seahawks and the Legion of Boom in general? Would we look at them as one of the best teams, kind of dynasty? So let's talk about that today. Russell Wilson, mid-round pick, has done great things with Seahawks, won a Super Bowl. How would we look at Russell Wilson differently if they had won the Super Bowl and he, they had not just two, but back-to-back championships? Uh, would we look at him as one of the greats? Would he be a Hall of Famer? Is he a Hall of Famer? What do you all think? What do we think about Eli? That's the first question I would have. So I'm a firm believer... And I think the answer for me, Jason and Tyler, is I'm a firm believer. Whether or not it's right or not, we could debate that. But you have two rings as a Super Bowl winning quarterback. You can take up residence in Canton, Ohio, my hometown. You are a Hall of Famer. Whether or not that makes you a greatest or one of the greatest, I think that's a separate conversation. Or maybe our standard is if you're in the Hall of Fame, you should be considered amongst one of the greatest. But I, So hands down, if Russell Wilson has a second uh, Super Bowl, or when he wins one, or if he wins one in, in reality, real life, if we will, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Um, and if he had won that one, he would be getting ready for his, his golden jacket. And I think Eli will definitely be in the Hall of Fame. And uh, yes, his last name helps him, but I think his two Super Bowl wins are going to get him in the Hall of Fame. Jason, I have a feeling you disagree wholeheartedly, so lay it on us. Well, no, I mean, I, I agree with this statement. If you get two Super Bowl wins as a quarterback, you should automatically go into the Hall of Fame. I mean, that's a hard task to get to at one Super Bowl, to get Absolutely. to two and yeah. win them. I have no problem with that. If he would have okay. won two, I'm with you. They'd probably been in the Hall of Fame. As far as his career up until now, would it have changed? I don't think so. I mean, a lot of things happened in his personal life. Falling out with Carol, too, didn't help. I mean, you know... It, at some point you get older, his body, you know, you know, it is what it is at this point. And he, he thinks he's better than he is. And they had a falling out with Carol as my understanding. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the whole situation. I'm not a Seattle fan, but looking at Denver and what he did there, he looks clearly done to me with one ring. I mean, still make a case for him to get into the hall of fame with one ring. 
I mean, it wouldn't be as strong as with two and a lock, but I think you could still make the case with one. I, I don't think it would if he had gotten two did, with that uh, snowballed into three, four, five, six. I doubt it. He, okay, I mean, he's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just doesn't have the arm talent. I mean, he doesn't have the arm talent. I mean, he he can throw, but I mean, you know, he just doesn't. You know. He's not the best throw in the NFL's ever seen. So I don't think it made much difference. If he'd won the second one, the biggest thing that would have come out of it, like you said, Nate, I think it would have locked him for the Hall of Fame. I want to look at quarterbacks that have won, recent quarterbacks that have won Super Bowl win. Are they Hall of Famers? Drew Brees. Yes. Yes. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Yes. What about those with zero? Phillip Rivers. No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's about what I'm. Eh. That's what yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. For those without for those without videos, that's a shoulder shake. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then I mean, because you look at I mean, what what defines someone as a Hall of Famer? Is it do we have a formula? Is it yards? Is it touchdowns? Is it longevity? Is it Super Bowl wins? Is it a combination? Because you look at Dan Marino, he never won one. John Elway got two which kind of solidified him. But you had Jim Kelly go to four Super Bowls in a row unsuccessfully with the Bills. Um, but then you have Peyton or uh, Eli Manning, who did get two. And Eli's one of those guys, he was either beating Tom Brady in the Super Bowl or he was the worst quarterback in the league. I mean, he just, he was not good otherwise. So I, I don't know that Eli is a Hall of Famer. I mean, the name, like you said, Nathan, I think the name helps for sure but i'm not certain he is so does does two automatically put you in i don't know that it does um i think doing back to back says something you look at at that because you don't often have repeat champions in the nfl so i think i think tom brady was the last to do it uh with with the patriots and before that was was the cowboys in the 90s if i remember right i think if if you win two in a row in a in such a competitive league where it is hard to get it yeah, I mean, I think that may do it. I'm not certain he's a Hall of Famer right now, personally, but two, I think, probably meaning Eli got, or Wilson got him there. Wilson, Wilson, yeah. No, I think yeah. if you, I mean, it's a, it's kind of a smell test, right? If you will, you know, how do you tell the story of the NFL? And I think you can. I don't think anybody luck lucks into a Super Bowl. Uh, but I think you can explain away why certain quarterbacks have won one or why they haven't mm-hmm. won any. Joe Flacco. Um, it's, <laughs> it's harder. Yeah, Joe Flacco comes to mind for sure. Um, Dilfer, right? For the same yep. uh, for the Ravens as well. Brian Johnson. Um, Johnson for the Bucks. But it's harder to uh, but, uh, uh, explain away two, two championships, right? And it's harder to, harder to explain away two championships. It's harder to not... How do, would you if they had won this game, and you're telling the history of the league, you you can't just skip over. Oh, it's one off and such and such year that team won. No, you'd have to say this team won back to back championships. They won two. Uh, oh, that's amazing. Nobody's done that, or nobody hardly ever does that. Who is the quarterback? Oh, it's Wilson. Oh, of course. Then he's got to like it, the Hall of Fame is more than just about stats and uh, even victories. But in this case, it's coming together that would I think would get him into the Hall of Fame. I mean, Russell Wilson still has decent stats. I mean, you know, he has decent, he has a few hundred touchdown passes, a hundred QB rating overall for his career. 
So, I mean, that's not bad. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is, you know, not too far ahead of that himself. And he only has one. I think what makes it more impressive for Russell Wiltz, or, you know, Aaron Rodgers, is that you've seen some of the comebacks and some of the highlight reels. Whereas Russell Wilson, it's West Coast bias, I think, somewhat, because you don't see as many games from Russell Wilson the as East, you do yeah, yeah. other QBs. Yeah, the East Coast yeah, I was bias. Say you see all the East, East Coast, Coast teams typically more. What I was going to go there as well, Jason, is uh, you know maybe I was coming of age and paying more attention to NFL, but I were the Seahawks relevant like in the, the conversation before Russell Wilson? I think that's part I of it. I mean, you, you had them in the Super Bowl. You had them in the Super Bowl versus the Steelers that, years ago. I think with Bettis. Was that with Sean Alexander? Was, yeah, uh, with, with Sean yeah, Alexander. And, Alexander, yep. yep. And Hasselback. Uh, yeah, um, with those ugly uniforms. I like their new ones much better. Um, I mean, my question, like, just, just speak of Aaron Rodgers for, for a second. Let's compare the two. If with one Super Bowl under each of them, who you got between those two as a better career? I mean, I'm looking at the stats right now. I just pulled them up. All right. Russell Wilson, 64% career completion percentage, 40,000 yards, 300 touchdowns, 100 rating. Aaron Rodgers, 65% completion percentage, 59,000 yards, 20,000 yards more, Uh, 475 touchdowns, almost 200 touchdowns more, 103.6 rating. So, I mean, you know, that's a lot. That's a much higher stats. He's got five yeah. years of age on him too, though, right? He's got four yeah, or five he, more seasons. Yeah, but he played behind Favre for what four seasons, three, right? He was three. sitting on three, three. I think he on the came. Bench. I think he came in in this okay. third year, maybe. Fair. So he may yeah. have two more years on him, but still, even with yeah. two more years, I mean, he's consistently throwing high. So level. with with actual reality, we would probably put Aaron Rodgers over Russell Wilson career wise at the moment. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. If Russell wins that second one, and Aaron Rodgers is still where he's at. You're looking at the stats. Rodgers is better, but now you're looking at back-to-back Super Bowls. Who you got in that race? I mean, you'd have to go to uh, Russell Wilson because, well, you would say intangibles with Russell Wilson. He was able to will his team to two Super Bowls, even though Mm -hmm. in this scenario, I I think it wouldn't have been on Russell Wilson to win it, you know, hint for what's coming up. But, I mean, still he would have had, you know, he would have had two rings. And no matter what, it's tough to get two rings. So the intangibles. Because for what all, you know, Aaron Rodgers' arm talent, we could do a whole nother episode on what he is not in the locker room and off the field. Yeah. So you look at that, but you also look at, he's kind of wilted in the playoffs for the most part. I mean, I say, how many Jimmy Super- Garoppolo has he been to another Super seems Bowl? To get the better. One one? He's been one. He's been to one. Yeah. I was say, he hasn't yeah, been to it. another one. Yeah. The so, Packers I mean, Wilson's already got him gen- on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Packers have had back-to-back generational quarterbacks, and they have two rings out of it in 25 years, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's still better than the Vikings. I'd Spoken take that. like an NFC Absolutely, North but, rival fan. <laughs> but, but at the same time, you would – I mean, it's the same conversation with Mahomes. Like, the three of us just took the Eagles. Like, Absolutely. what if Mahomes never gets another ring? I mean, I think he's probably going to be a Hall of Famer, but how do we look at his career compared to someone – like Eli, who's got two rings, or Roethlisberger, who's got Mahomes two rings. is a generational yeah. talent, though. He's done some silly Absolutely. stuff on the, the football field that people remember. Physically speaking, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But so I, we think, look at, I think we look at him a lot differently if he's got only one ring versus multiple. Now, he can obviously shut us all up, and like I said, we all picked the Eagles, so congratulations, Chiefs. <laughs> um, but uh, it, 
is Super Bowl. I mean, Nathan, you always talk about only one team can win. Like we can't just measure success by who wins championship every year. But in a league that measures itself by kind of quarterback wins and numbers and whatnot. If you get that second one, I think it makes a big difference. Because, like you said, you oh, can't explain totally agree, a second way in a way. Yeah. You can't explain. And then for him to do it, potentially, if if Mahomes, for example, if he did it again this year, after losing Tyreek Hill, that says something as well. So, for sure. Um, yeah, and I would say, yeah. you know, my my there's only one winner at the end of the year comment is, it's, I, I still believe that wholeheartedly, but we're, we're talking about Hall of Fame or judging somebody's career. Like absolutely, if you have two, two rings is is better than one. It's better than none. Obviously, I mean we can all do math, um, but it's just the amount of the amount of quarterbacks that I have two. It just puts you in a different cat because of the fact there's only one win. That's what we're talking about, right? There's only one winner every year. Your career is 15 years, 20 years, and you manage to get 10 percent of the time you played, or or even a higher percentage. You won a Super Bowl. Like props to you. Yes, you've got to go into the Hall of Fame because of that. Um, I want to go a different way. Did did what what we're seeing in Denver and some of the reports have come out about parking spots and special offices and I don't know if prima donna is the right word or not, but there's this way that Russell is carrying himself in Denver and he's turning off his teammates and other folks. Um, it, 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 I wonder if the decision, like at one level we could say, you know, there was an argument for a while, like let Russ cook, let Russ cook. Uh, you know, they would run the ball, pound the ball, pound the ball, pound the ball, maybe as a reaction to what happened in the Super Bowl after the fact. Um, and then in the fourth quarter would, you know, let Russ cook and he would come, have him come back and so forth. What happened? Why did they choose, like, why did they choose to throw the ball? I mean, was it a, did he make the right throw? Did he, I mean, that's the question I wonder. I haven't heard. He didn't have to throw the ball where he threw I mean, it, even if it was route. a, even if it was that a running was, play, yeah. right? I think it was probably t- predetermined because because that was a, a quick slant, and he, I mean, I think I think that was predetermined. He was going there before he even snapped the ball, and that's why it was a bing bang play. He had to, yeah, yeah, he had to have predetermined because it was so quick of a play. Yeah, what a dumb play. Yeah. So, <laughs> who called the play? Do we know who called the play? <laughs> I mean, wasn't there that he audibled the play? Wasn't that what what was the whole heat about that he he changed the play, didn't it? Yes, he did. Uh, Wilson audibled goal line pass. I'd have punched him, Tyler. <laughs> I would have gone back there if I was Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> you know, we can see based on Richard Sherman's reaction, like these guys are still feeling it years later. <laughs> like they were not happy with that call, with it being an audible. Run the ball. Run the ball. So it's audible that he called. So how much more, though? I mean, we we're playing at the what would have happened if they ran the ball, but what would have happened if he if the ball was caught and then it got out that Russ called okay. the play as an audible? What and if he shut his mouth and let and the play it? actually happen? If the play actually well, I think if he that's ran back, the ball. That's where I was going before, Jason, which was like if there was this idea of let Russ cook or we trust Russ or Russ has the freedom to I'm saying Russ like I'm friends with him but that Wilson has the freedom to make those calls um or the ability to make it right which clearly he felt at least empowered enough to do it whether or not he had it his team followed him and they ran the play so was that a re- to be fair what happened in the future years to be fair in that one play they were set up on defense exactly 
how you uh, the Patriots were set up exactly how you would want them to set up to defend the run. So he, I mean, he's not not a dumb quarterback. He saw what they were set up in, and even a viewer, you could see they were set up for a run to defend the run. They were in some, I want to say they were in a zone play, if I remember correctly. It was a goal line zone, and so you know they were set up, and he audibleized it because he saw you know they they were set up in the run play, and he thought he could squeeze it in, but. Still, I mean, you got to trust your Marshawn Lynch. I mean, he had, what, over 100 yards and 20-something carries up to that point. But, you know, he was, you know, he, he trusted himself more and audibleized the audible, called an audible, and, well, the rest is history. Well, it just, it feels like it's a, I mean, you look at what's happened in Denver and, and you you go, is this, was this just a, a for him to be the hero? Was this- I think that's more what I'm trying, I'm wondering, Tyler. Like, what's the connection Personality wise, intent, yeah, not even football wise. Oh, you're saying he drew, hero syndrome. Like you think he may, yeah. he may have. He called he, it himself because he, he wanted syndrome. to pass. He he thought it was a given. He thought worst case, I'll throw an incomplete pass and then we can run it in. But I'm taking the shot myself. You know, it's not. I'm not in the locker room. I don't know what kind of you know free will that Russell had on offense. If he was just able to audibleize. But what I'm saying is, legitimately looking on the field. For him to call a pass play, he wasn't necessarily wrong. The defense showed something, I, I believe, and I'm not in the locker room. Maybe he was doing it to play hero ball. But looking at how, you know, from my memory, how the Patriots were set up, it was okay for him to audibleize. Was I mean, there, usually when you audible as a quarterback, there's a, there, there's a read that you make. Maybe, you know, you see a linebacker come down on one side or the safety playing, you know, this coverage, and you audibleize because you, what you see on the field, not so much hero ball. Um, you know, I, I mean, I'd be curious to know if any other quarterback does it, you know, just because they want to play hero ball. I don't think I've ever – seen that before usually it's based on what the defense has showed you and it's predetermined hey if the defense shows you this you practice all week then you call this that's usually how it's set up so if they were mad but you know at pete carroll then it leads me to blame it was on russ uh, russell wilson it was on pete carroll in the lead up to the to the game because that's when they would have practiced their audibles and installed what they would have called for what the bron uh, for i keep calling the broncos for what the patriots called they would have practiced hey if they show this at the goal line you know audible to this they would have set the audibles into play then so everybody would have been aware of it and and known it so if they tuned him out then it was on what pete carroll had installed the week leading up to it is is my only thing about that which might lead to was already wilson being given too much freedom and i don't know that answer we we don't know that answer but i also you know to his defense if you will like he was and is, but was it, you know, a Super Bowl winning quarterback and the, exactly. the idea that he should have freedom. Yeah, he should have freedom and the ability to make that audible call if he thinks. I think the Exactly the, the psychology of it would be, which, you know, how do you get into somebody's head, but is you know, would other quarterbacks have made the same audible call even with that defense set up the way that it was? And who knows, right? Um you I mean, I'd is, love to know what Peyton Manning thought because Peyton Manning was great at pre, pre-snap pre reads. That was what Peyton Manning did the best was pre-snap. Yeah, Omaha. And uh, I would have loved to know what Peyton Manning, if he, if he would just, if you could get an honest conversation, what he saw in that defense and what he would have done in that situation, you know, would he have audible, audible at the same time? But again, we don't know because we didn't install 
the week of. We weren't there for install. And I didn't read, you know, what the install was that week or if anybody had, you know, any kind of privy to it or if players came out afterwards. But that audible was set into place before that game. He didn't just come up to the line and decide to slant the ball. He saw something, I would say, if I was to guess, I would say he saw something that they practiced during the week and went to the audible that they had talked about for goal line situation. So a former Seahawk came and said that uh, defender said that after that play, people, the, the players kind of started tuning out Pete Carroll actually as well and not believing him, which kind of, we can get to this in a second, just kind of led to the downfall of that franchise because they thought, I don't know, maybe that Russell got too much preferential treatment and he shouldn't have had that ability to audible at that point in the Super Bowl. I don't know, but said if they would have won that game, that game, they probably would have gone on and win another one. I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, let, let's let's pivot to that for a second. If the Seahawks win back to back there, are they able to parlay that into a dynasty and win? Maybe not a three-peat, but another one or two in the next four years. So he was on a rookie-scale contract at this point, on a third-round draft pick um, rookie-scale contract. And so he was playing cheap, and the rest of the team could be stacked with talent because they could pay that talent. Uh, We talked about this on maybe even last episode, was there's, you know, no team in the modern era has won a Super Bowl with a quarterback making more than 13%. Once Russell Wilson got that mammoth contract, and you look at same thing with Aaron Rodgers, he got that mammoth contract. Like these guys, Mahomes, maybe we'll see. They're winning their their Super Bowls early, and then once they get these these mammoth contracts, you can't build around them. So could they have sustained it maybe for a couple more years? But I think inevitably, with that big of a contract, a huge signing bonus, guarantees every year. You just can't put the supporting cast around him. And so if there were trust issues and you look at contract issues, yeah, it was inevitable. Now, if it's a situation where you win those back-to-back, you have trust in the coach and the quarterback, do you maybe take slightly less because you want to be part of maybe, you know, build this dynasty and be one of, uh, you know, greatest dynasty, you know, try to three-peat, which very few teams have done. Probably not because players want to get theirs no matter what. but. Maybe they draft slightly differently. Maybe they, you know, a a certain free agent might want to sign with them if they've won back to back at that point. You just don't know um, kind of how that would go. But I think history trends show once that quarterback gets, unless you're a generational Mahomes type player, once you get that mammoth contract, you just can't put pieces around a guy um, to to have a complete team. You look at the Eagles, same thing with Jalen Hurts right now. They are able to have, you know, they got rid of Carson Wentz and his awful salary, and they've been able to build this complete team around him. Go get A.J. Brown. Give him that contract uh, because they got Hurts on a rookie scale, not even a first-round rookie scale contract. So, um, so yeah, they might have won maybe another one. It, could they have three-peated? I don't know, Tyler. I mean, it's hard to three-peat in the NFL. I was going to say. And they, I mean, you, you did have the – you have the Legion of Boom and, and you have uh, Lynch, but 
I mean, people are going to want to get paid. They had some superstars on that team that were going to want to get paid quickly. Yeah, I think we're talking like, especially if they'd won a Super Bowl. The following year would have been was the Panthers with Cam Newton going up against the Broncos, um, where where Peyton got his second ring. Dude, I mean, we just that was rigged, by the way. <laughs> we just saw the Seahawks beat down the Broncos two years before that. If could the Seahawks maybe have gone for? Three straight there. If they had made it, they weren't stopping us. We only lost one game. That <laughs> I'm not convincing season. Jason. They were not getting through us. No, there's no way they were. Cam Newton's MVP season. There's no way our defense with Keekly and all them. They were lights out. There's no way they would have gone to the Super Bowl that year. None. Zero. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying we were a great you were a good team. team I thought we should have won that. I thought that the NFL handed Peyton Manning that with the calls they made in that game. <clears throat> that is my personal opinion. I stand by it, but I don't think the refs did us any favors in that Super Bowl game. Neither did Cam Newton not falling on the, the fumble um, late, but here nor there. We were a great team up until that Super Bowl. So let's talk. So I'm going to shift. So I'm going to shift. I was going to say, I'm going to shift on you just quickly to say, we talked legacy of uh, Wilson what about Pete Carroll? He won uh, 0304, I believe, with USC national championships in college football. Then he'd have a second NFL championship. Would we look at him any differently? Would he be in the conversation as, or should he be anyway? But as one of the greatest football coaches um, of all time, and we always talk about Belichick in that way. Uh, what? How would this have made Carroll look different? He had a resurgent year this year, right? Folks are talking about how great he was with yeah. Geno Smith, and did he win the breakup, if you will? Um, yeah. What do you guys oh, yeah, think? Absolutely. How would we look at him? <laughs> well, I mean, for me, I mean, how legitimate is are those championships with USC? Oh, I mean, R- Reggie Bush and they're all legitimate. that. I mean, I mean, those are legit. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. At, at, you know, I I loved college football in in that time period, and that you really left a bad taste in my mouth because you're. You know, you're openly flaunting the rules at UFC. USC the rules that are totally legal and now. Openly. I, it wasn't then, though. It wasn't and rules then. that have been and flaunted so, by know, some certain other coaches that you love as well, Jason. Every other national championship. <laughs> I'm just saying, coach. That's, that was we had actual proof, Tyler, uh-huh. with Reggie uh-huh. Bush. As far as USC goes, I mean, though, talking seriously though about Pete Carroll. I mean, you get two championships in college. That's a hard feat. Then you go to the NFL and you get one. It's still a hard feat to even get one in the NFL. To transition from college football to the NFL and be a good coach is difficult. I love, I love Saban, uh, you know, Nick Saban. And I can, I mean, I love Nick Saban and he couldn't make it in the NFL. Uh, it's just a hard thing to do. It doesn't transition well. You know, you have a certain type of personality that can do it for both levels of the game i think you're a special coach anyway even if you only win one if you win two <laughs> yes what, you're extra special you get a yeah. second star he's, i mean he's a hall of famer he's, then, he's right? probably a hall of famer uh, already i think mean, he's a hall of famer didn't succeed in the nfl you know who else didn't succeed in the nfl pete carroll didn't succeed in the nfl his first go about with the patriots first time, yeah but he had the stuff to come back and give it a second try. Sure. I think Saban probably had the stuff, too. He just didn't want to. He wanted to dominate college football where he could take all the recruits instead of having... Are you, are you defending wow, Nick Tyler Saban, Tyler? I'm saying you're right. There is... It, 
Okay. And how pause, do we pause, 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 pause. make a poor Pete Carroll? We made a question about him. <laughs> go to Nick Saban. You should know this by now. Uh, no, I think, <laughs> like you said, Jason, like not many coaches have been able to go from college to the NFL. Look at recent history with Urban Meyer. Like disaster. Absolutely. That was a disaster. disaster. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Steve Spurrier tried it. Rule. Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Disaster. <laughs> uh, not as much as Urban Meyer, but disaster. Uh, Butch Davis uh, did not do well. Great yeah. college coach. Nick Saban, great college coach. You know, I think you have to be. Butch Davis, I was surprised about because his system looked like it would translate well to yeah, the but look NFL, where it went. And I was shocked. He went to Cleveland. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and they are not known as the most like stable franchise with the I mean, Nathan knows this. He's from Ohio. And uh, I mean, you look at only three three coaches have won Super Bowls and NCAA championships. Pete Carroll, Barry Switzer, Jimmy Johnson. Miami. So <laughs> yeah, it, it's a good it's a good point. Like, do we look at Pete Carroll differently? I think we do. And I don't know we look at him a lot differently. I think he's probably Hall of Fame regardless. Yes, I think those USC titles are legit. Yes, there was some stuff going off the field. Yes, they still had to earn it on the field. No, I don't think they were doing anything more. Honestly, they were probably doing a lot less than what some other schools are doing out there now. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, let's let's keep on the legacy question going and let's pivot to Tom Brady, our favorite guy we talk about here. I think Nathan's going to get riled up on this conversation if Tom Brady doesn't win that championship. If Tom Brady doesn't win that championship. <laughs> How do we look at him differently, or do we look at it at all? Because now we're looking instead of seven, seven titles. It's just ridiculous. You're looking at seven, 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 six. one less. You look at the Falcons one, which was kind of a miraculous comeback. Uh, well, I'm terrible. not saying, but does does winning percentage in championships matter? It, you had Joe Montana go four four four. You had Terry Bradshaw go four four. So is does it look a little do we look at him differently if he's gone a bunch of times but he doesn't have his high winning percentage nathan i, mean, I know, I know you're gonna talk lot. about lebron james right now nathan so go <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i mean if, if the replay is he's got six championships instead of seven the end of conversation no if it is somehow they don't win three more in new england that's and, a leap um, <laughs> Or he doesn't win another one, and he's 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 stuck stuck at three. <laughs> oh my, just three. Um, yes, I As think we his legacy would be different with three rather than six or seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, correct. Yes, but I, no, I, I we probably would not consider him to be the goat. Certainly, if he didn't, if somehow he didn't win any more than the three, it even sounds ridiculous <laughs> saying any more than the three, but. I don't think it touches, it changes his legacy at all. The way that they came back, I think it was like uh, no other team had come back 10 points down in the fourth quarter. I think they said he he completed 36 passes in a row or something crazy like that. We can fact check that. But like the way that he played in the second half of that game that was defense. pretty incredible. And so I Against think it adds defense. to his legacy for sure. Yeah. Against that defense, that's right. Yeah. Um, so no, I don't think it, no, they're going to come back and win the other ones they won. If they still would have converted that one play, it would have just been one play. People have been like, well, Tom, gave, Tom Brady gave it his all. The defense, defense let him down. Win. There was nothing you could have put on Tom Brady in that second half. He was on fire. Yeah. So Agreed. I don't think, again, I don't think it would have done anything to him. He just had one less. Yeah, I mean, I, I would 
probably agree with this. I, I think, I mean, it is interesting when you look at his Super Bowl, like, not many of them were convincing. Like, his first one, comeback versus the Rams, and then comeback versus the Panthers, and then comeback uh, versus the Falcons being way down. The Bucks kicked the Chiefs. I said Bucks. not many. I didn't say none. His legacy, I say, don't know, is, is <laughs> so much about dominating. It's about being able to come through in the clutch and him striking, just like Jordan, clutch. like coming through in the clutch and For knowing sure. how to make that play when it counted. I think that is more his legacy than we're going to dominate every game. Well, I even, yeah, and even just a conversation, like, okay, you've run seven, but they weren't <laughs> that dominant. Like, okay, come on, man. Like, it's. It, who had the most yep. points at the end of the game? And he's done it seven times yeah. at the end of the year. Um, this isn't a shot at him. I think having that reputation as yeah, like, it, it, like getting the ball, scoring too soon. I mean, because you know that went through teams' minds. Like, we can't score too soon. We can't give Tom the ball back. Like, like I think having that reputation Absolutely. is actually probably yep. even better than ha- being the guy who just blows people out. Because a lot of times the teams, you look at the Bills beginning of the year, the the Dolphins, like they score a lot of points, but then in the end, they didn't necessarily win those close games down the stretch. And so um, him being able to do that time in and time out, that, like you said, you can explain one away. It's hard to explain six away if in this case, if he were to have lost that game. I mean, if you get up over three championships, three or more, I mean, you're a winner at that point in the NFL because it's so hard to do even in any sport i mean nba lebron you know you start getting over a certain level of championships three or more championships it's hard to explain away in any sport and that takes a lot to do three or more championships and we're talking about seven in this case it would be six that's a lot of championships in any sport that you play in any i mean that's a lot and i mean that just shows i don't think it would have affected his legacy at all he's still goat I mean, still Tom Brady. I still would have loved to have him on my team. Thanks for joining us today. You can follow us at Replay the Down on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure to hit that follow button and share it with your friends. We want to hear from you. What if Seahawks would have just run the ball versus the Patriots? That's our show. I'm Tyler. I'm Nathan. And I'm Jason. Join us next week as we replay the down.